Hello, everybody, indeed. Welcome to the Metaverse Podcast. This is episode 44. I'm Jero. With me is Fosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, what's up? Jokai, you're not supposed to speak yet. I turned into a car. I haven't introduced you. I'm a transformer. I'm a transformer today. Robot. Hey, Mark Wahlberg's going to show up, and then uh, a suck movie is going to happen. Uh, Jokai okay. is here. Hello. With, with with all the sound, sorry guys. <laughs> and men. Hey. So we are going to be talking about the summer 2014 anime season. We basically, for the most part, we only you were re- recording on Saturday morning of the 19th. So a lot of episode twos mainly. We haven't gotten that many episode threes except for like glass slip and such. But uh, we'll be talking about some of our favorites, and uh, as we have in the past, garbage, all that. But before that, let's get to some news here. A uh, couple movie pieces uh, of news about uh, Yoamushi Pedal. There might be a film there. Um, what are the details on that, Fosh? I wasn't sure. I think they're showing off some artwork. I'm not sure if it's going to be like a, like a recap of the entire series, which wouldn't make sense, but I don't know if they're doing that. Mm. But yeah, it might be interesting. The series is pretty popular, I, I assume. Yeah, I've been seeing is. a lot about it lately. I, I think even the writer, I think the creator of it was going to the uh, Tour de France, I guess. He was going to go there. Oh, Something yeah. Something like that. I was like, that's kind of interesting, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, get some accuracy. In mm-hmm. Yeah, if um, maybe if they fit it into a two-hour or one-and-a-half-hour show, they'll or movie, they'll get around all the pacing issues from the show <laughs> that yeah. made me drop it anyway. <laughs> Alright, and we have another Dragon Ball Z movie to look forward to in 2015 with Toriyama working on a lot of the, the script and, and other parts of the movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a, a prequel, or not prequel, but like a new series of like movies he's working on. Mm-hmm. Expanding his universe to, you know, the other side of the universe. And it's kind of interesting. But I don't like the Super Saiyan God, though. It's kind of, kind of, kind of random. Wait, so is Goku still the main character? Yes, he is, yeah. Uh, they just bypassed, like, the Super Saiyan 4, and they went to, like, now it's just God mode. Instead okay. of blonde hair, it's red hair. It's, it's very, I don't know, I don't like it. <laughs> and, Fosh, you heard a rumor about Episode 3 of Zonkyo no Terror, which may or may not air next week? Yeah, I heard it was going to be delayed. But some people are speculating is it has something to do with the uh, news of the, you know, the Malaysian flight and all that right now. But I'm not too sure on that. How you know it's you know. That's going care. to be weird because uh, like you know that file doesn't have anything to do with Javan right. or whatever. I mean, yeah. it's Ukraine. Supposedly, mm-hmm. like Ukrainian military shut it down. So uh, right. That's yeah, why I'm, I'm like, it wouldn't be like that. I mean, 
Anyway seems to have some awful luck at times with these uh, things like, um, what was, uh, Coppelion was delayed yeah. for like over a year because of the nuke disaster. Right, Madoka, yeah, last two episodes of Madoka was, were delayed by a few months because of the tsunami as, uh, as well. Uh, or was it a, I think that was a different, no I think it was the same one. Yeah, yeah I think it was. I think yeah. I remember something like that. No, wasn't that earthquake thing? I think yeah, Japan, but the tsunami but... was caused by the earthquake. Yes, I think right. later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and then I remember there was that there was that one anime after the tsunami aired where they had kids being whisked away by a uh, by water, made it look mm. like a tsunami. Like, well, well, very unfortunately timed for that. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't like my big brother at all, or one of those suck anime. Mm -hmm. Um. But uh, let's segue from, from that into our discussion of the summer 2014 season, and we'll get started with what we think is the garbage of the season, the, the worst anime, the one that we wish didn't exist, or we wish we didn't watch, blah, 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 blah. Pamator. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think that's a, <laughs> that might be a I agree consensus with you, winner. <laughs> uh, but for me, I'm going with Rail Wars. I... When I saw the premise in the season, I was kind of like, what? Trains and privatizing? <laughs> it, it was so weird. But then it all comes down to dumb fan service. High school pe people that are being trained to patrol train stations and oh, handle train. other crimes and stuff. And, you know, huge boobs and fan service, but not really fan service because mm -hmm. they're not really showing anything. Um, in, in the first episode, I just thought it was really just kind of a dumb series. Yeah, I'll add to that that uh, the designs of the girls aren't really that attractive looking either. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's like times like their outfits are too tight some, in some spots. I'm like, okay, it's just kind of weird. But yeah, it's just basically CSI trains. <laughs> That's how I look at it. <laughs> and like the latest episode, I watched episode three. I don't know why I'm still watching it. But they had this girl, she oh uses like, like her thing is she likes to wait different train sounds. So the case came up where she had to use the sound to track the train because her friend got kidnapped. I was like, okay, this is, uh, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. It, it is, you know what? Bad. I think um, I, it's one of on my list as well, Jero. So I'll just add one thing to it that the first episode I, I could not watch after that. So do you remember that fall on the train? You know? <laughs> yeah. I was mm -hmm. like, how, how do you, like, you know, she was, her ass. <laughs> like somewhere else <laughs> so <laughs> why how after the fall how could the guy fall over her and have her hand have his hand on her boob what like why 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 do we have this trope in anime that's, why that's, that's the two of the uh, root route thing man yeah, it's the, the magic of virus. anime yeah oh it's magic like she anime. turned around it's almost like she turned around while she was falling down the guy turned around and then had the guts to go grope her boob wow yeah <laughs> she opened a like, space time thing and, and yes. opened up a uh, dimensional yes. portal exactly yeah. crap, and yeah. you know what i thought that uh, when i read this uh, premise so i thought this would be something like you know where something like you know Saji, where you actually like to get into the you know agriculture profession because it <laughs> sounds interesting in a way. You know, like it's like uh, you know improving or motivating people to go into other careers. But holy shit, after I, after seeing this anime, if somebody wants to get to rail station, I don't even know <laughs> why would you want to join the organization? Why? 
so uh, horrible. Hmm. Uh, harsh. <laughs> With the Nobunaga concerto, which uh -huh. I was, wasn't going to watch originally, but I checked it out because I was curious about it, and I didn't like it because it's like one of those typical guy gets sent back to feudal Japan, runs into mm -hmm. Nobunaga, those type of stories. Uh, but my, I'm just like. At least it wasn't gender bent, which was just fine. But how he gets there is ridiculous. He just like he's walking along the fence because he's like not paying attention to history class, and he's just like, "What I have to know about Nobunaga conquering Japan, all this stuff like that, back in the past." And he basically falls off this this thing, and he, he time warps to feudal Japan. I don't know how he just ends up there. And he runs into Nobunaga, who looks just like the main character, and they switch spots. So. It, I don't know, it's kind of... And the CGI, it's not like... It's all CGI character designs. And it's not, not that great looking. It's very bad. And how about... Posh, how about, like, you know... So he's body switch or whatever. So the uh -huh. real Nobunaga just, like, you know, flies away or wherever. In, yeah, he runs you know, off. Recuperating, <laughs> yeah, recuperating his whatever disease. But the most funny part was... Is that, like, you know, when he falls down on the wife, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it that far, but I skimmed through it. Oh, oh, I I saw it. So uh, it was it was a pain. I mean, the correct design was a pain. But the funny part was that like he saw the girl and he liked it. So now like he just he just took her to a date on a horse outside the palace. Everyone's running after behind him, and I'm like, dude, that is somebody else's wife. You know what the hell are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, and half the time he's like just sitting there going like he's accepting everything. So like, wow, this is cool. So it's like. I don't know, he's just kind of out of it. He doesn't realize what, what he, where he's at. He kind of, I don't know, he's just not very bright. I mean, yeah, the voice cast is pretty good. That's what I'm kind of disappointed about. But yeah, the CGI turned me away, so I'm not watching anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a base for Miyano Mamoru to actually going for the main role. And even Nobunaga mm -hmm. is uh, voiced by Yuki Kaji. <laughs> right, yeah. So yeah. I was like, man, what is, what is happening here? But yeah, I'm not watching. It's completely dropped. Kyokai, do you have another one that qualifies garbage? Yes, I have Jinsei, which is Soma blogging. She's gonna hate me for it. <laughs> but oh my god, more girls. Oh my god, what the fuck? Why aren't they doing whatever they're doing? I mean, I don't know. It's like, you know, just because I guess, you know, it's because of my taste. There maybe most probably there's nothing wrong with the anime. But I'm really getting tired of anime with girls just doing nothing and just being more. So, I mean, I, f I know that there is a genre about it or whatever, but I, I mean, at least the first 10 minutes that I watched were just some girls talking, 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 and that's it. Done. So, I just could not go over the 10 minutes at all, so... Uh... Yeah, that's 90% that's <laughs> of the series. I'm, I'm three episodes in, and it's just basically the three girls sitting around a table talking about like a, a topic, and they each come yeah. up with a way to solve it. So, it's not yeah. very... I can see why people wouldn't, wouldn't want to watch it. Yeah, club, when club anime are just the club, as mm -hmm. I saw in episode one, like, you know, there's so many club anime, so it's kind of like uh, when you start watching it. But with, like, Jinsei, when it's just them and it's just like, hey, here's a request, and right. you know, that just seems like a waste of time to me. Uh, Min, garbage. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, the... By far the worst show I've seen this season is Blade Dance of the Entementalers. I probably made it about 12 minutes into the first episode. Um, it's just like the ultimate stereotypical harem fantasy fan service 
And you know, I, you know, if you know me, you know I like fan service shows, or you know I have an appreciation for them. But this one, it's like all the girls are just perfect cliches, down to you know, like the Tsundere girls, and uh, like every single girl just being completely embarrassed by seeing the main character, and then um, you know, it's it's hard. I guess it's I'm not explaining it that well, but it's. It's almost a parody of itself, I think. And yeah, in the first 12 minutes or so, they introduce、um, like two of the main girls, I think, maybe three if you count the、um, headmaster. But other than that, pretty much nothing happens. There's some nudity, and、um, the main character gains some power <laughs> with the、uh, being the only male in the all-female school and all that.、Uh, but Yeah, there's no hook, nothing to really interest me other than these girls, which again are just completely uninteresting. So, yeah, yeah terrible yeah, show. Yeah, I agree on that one. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. I could almost like I was watching my brother and like watched the episode and was like I can like, just name off every single character what's gonna happen. Like, you know, the first scene, I like oh, char- main character's gonna see her naked in the hot spring, of course. You know, saves her life. Now, now she's his master and he's the slave. Like, yeah, I've seen this a million times. <laughs> Yeah. For TNK season three of High School DxD can't come fast enough because yeah, I agree. They had Dime a Dollar, which was terrible. <laughs> This sounds terrible.、Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we move on to I tried to like it, but I dropped. And usually there is the so-called free episode rule, but because we're doing this podcast when there's only been most of two episodes out, we'll just work with what we have.、Uh, Fosh. Yeah, mine would be dramatical murder. I tried it. I mean, I, was, I think I survived maybe about 15, 20 minutes into it.、Mm-hmm. It just—it just seems like a poor man's K ripoff. Like they just want to be—they want want to be K so badly, but they're—they're they're just not pulling it off correctly. And it, just the colors are a little, little weird. I mean, I, coming from me, I like natural girls. I mean, I'm used to seeing like the, the whole thing, like, blue hair girl with bears all blue. You know, those those type of things. But with the guys' characters in there, it's just—they look weird. They're all like—he's got blue hair and. Blue outfit、mm-hmm. and like this is a little weird, and then they have these talking like Avatar animal things. I don't know why,、mm-hmm. <laughs> and they do these battle things. Like it's like they enter this battle zone and they just, like use these pets. So it's a Pokemon battle. So it's just this is really weird. I didn't like it. Yeah, not, not very appealing. I didn't really. Fosher, Fosher, not in the target market. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yeah, my I was thought... like, I have to try it. My thought was that you have to be a fan of the visual novel、mm-hmm. to enjoy it、yeah. because even the way the first episode was going, like it, it was just he was just walking and okay, here's another character, here's <laughs> another character, you know, here's a thing that's going on. All of a sudden, we're in a game and there's bunnies. Like just in the terms of the execution of the episode,、uh, I think like it wasn't for anybody other than people that played the visual novel. Yeah, and it yeah, seemed like every guy he ran to was like they're like hitting on him and everything. I'm like,、mm-hmm. oh Jesus. <laughs> just pick someone and just yeah yeah like, yeah it, it, yeah the best friend and all that I mean I definitely agree because I played the visual novel so like it's it's literally Nas is not doing a very good job and even when the sequence was kind of an autoplay of the common route what really happened is that there was like you know when the game begins you get the whole background of the area like you know why this、uh, island exists why there is platinum jail why. There are people who are living just like you know normally, and some very high class. But the thing is that anime is completely just you know just introducing characters <clears throat> without any background. So yeah, it's kind of very hard, and、uh, I- I'm really feeling bad for people <laughs> who tried it because see, there's no yaoi in it. In it. 
Right, but they in the end, that, yeah. they, they removed that, but in the end, like, you know, without that or even just they couldn't do a proper, um, what can you say, plot part of the series. So it's just looking like in shambles right now. Uh, Kyokai, what have you dropped? Oh god, I've dropped a lot of shows in a way, mm -hmm. um, and you guys are gonna hate me for it. <laughs> One of them is Bakumatsu Rock. Um, eh, for me, again, another Sengoku period, whatever. And uh, here, characters are actually uh, rock singers, yeah. <laughs> which, which is completely like you do not expect. Like, see, Gintama has some fusion going on because, see, that is future and you know, past a mixture. Here, the mixture just comes out of nowhere, and like, you know, they are bishis and they're like singers and idols and whatever. Like, for me, it, just watching the first episode was a tiresome, I mean, you know, time. I just, you know, fast forward and I just could never, uh, you know, get into the whole thing. Even if they are bishis, even if they are ripping their clothes off, I don't care. I <laughs> so, saw so, yeah. on YouTube like that. They're like, they're, they're playing a the guitar and whatever, and they're floating in the sky. And their clothes start yeah. ripping off and they're, they're playing yep. like drums and stuff in the sky. Yep. I'm like... Okay, it's yep. a little weird. <laughs> it's like the power yeah, of music. I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, what's happening? Like, what's happening? Why Why are they doing that? But like, whatever, man. It's almost mm -hmm. like, you know, oh my god, I'm so fabulous. I don't give a shit the way I am. <laughs> it, yeah, they don't. Yeah, so I think that's about it uh, for Bakumatsu. The second one is Glass Lip. Um, for me, I mean, you know, um, I think, again, it's my taste. Uh, what's happening is that I'm kind of getting off the whole shoujo stuff. So I like a good romance story, but when there's a lot of drama in the romance story, I just like, you know, back away slowly and then go away. <laughs> so for me, Gossip and Aoharu Ride Every Day, whatever that is, um, uh, the pronunciation is, <clears throat> both of these are good romance stories in the beginning. But then things just go wrong because either there is a drama regarding a third person or there's a drama regarding friends or there's a drama or whatever. There's a lot of drama basically in both these two shows and I'm really staying away because I have read the manga in terms of Aoharu there and I like the characters but man, it's just a pain to watch because you know I know what's the drama coming in and you know what's gonna happen it's not going to be good so uh, these two I'm just staying away for the drama so people who like maybe like you know action stuff or you know they don't like drama too much in shujo uh, they should just you know stay away from this these two yeah it's a good thing you got you got rid of glass up because they doing a supernatural twist so you know, I hate that Yep. You, probably, yep. you probably won't like that. It's very, very cheesy how they, what kind of abilities they have in that. It's just, I don't like them, but I'm still watching. Uh, Min, you wanted to like it, but you couldn't. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Persona 4 The Golden. So, this is a odd show to say the least, considering Persona 4 The Anime, I think, came out last year. So, it hasn't been very long, and they're already remaking it with the enhanced, you know, golden version, which was the re-release of the game on, uh, it was a PS2 game originally, and it was re-released a few years later on the Vita with extra features and such. Mm -hmm. um, so it, I saw the first episode, and I'm not going to say it was terrible, but it was just odd. It, like, the way the main character was, well, he reminded me of Tatsuya from Mahoka. <laughs> In terms of just mm -hmm. this completely cool demeanor that he knows everything, that he's better than everyone, or 
Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't say better than everyone, but just that he's in control the whole time, despite the fact that you know he's getting sucked into a TV and um, fighting mon uh, shadows and yeah. such. The idea it, it, that I came into it with as I was watching this first episode is that this is New Game Plus, and mm -hmm. so he comes in kind of boss, having the <laughs> you, you know he he's gaining Izanagi and everybody's going to gain their personas again but he's playing on a much higher level so in, in the AIC series where he killed about like three or whatever of those creatures he, he you know he's literally killing thousands of them <laughs> yeah and um so at the at the very least it looks like they're going to be covering the extra stuff from the golden um much more than the regular story so yeah, like a new game plus, it might require you to already know the Persona 4 story. So in the Golden, the the new stuff they added, uh, the main things are Marie, who was introduced in the first episode, and her even her poems got or one of her poems got read, mm -hmm. which uh, in the game it, you would occasionally find her poem on the floor at the Velvet Room, and um, those are awful, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> And also, you got the scooters, and um, which seem to be making an appoint, uh, appearance in the second episode. I actually haven't seen it because I dropped it, but yeah, the preview did. showed it. And also, it shows Kanji, who, I mean, cause the scooter and Kanji are happen like halfway into the game. So if they're doing that in the second episode, you know, I wonder. Yeah, I just don't know what this show's doing. So, yeah. Yeah, I want to watch this, but I'm going to wait until the whole series is done before I watch it. And I like that the episode was technically 14 minutes, but then they showed the start of Marie's route. And I kind of like that because in the first anime, you don't see that so much of mm -hmm. going through the route and building up your social link with with the characters. So it, That Hanazawa Kana, kind of though. Yeah. Like, yeah. And her, her character's outfit, I'm like, eh. Mm -hmm. it's yeah, pretty, it's it is pretty awesome. The, <laughs> yeah. the uh, I like I like her arm sleeves. <laughs> yeah, those are those nice. Yeah. Although, admittedly, as a character, she is uh, far from best. That's why. That's <laughs> why I hear. I mean, I'm not caught. Up, I'm not even the game franchise, but I hear that mm -hmm. a lot of people don't like this new girl. They don't really care for her. Yeah. Out of all the characters. <laughs> um, as for what I tried to like but dropped was Tokyo ESP. I'd seen episode one, we were getting toward the end of the season, I'd watched so many shows already, so I was like, is there really room for this? It was interesting, <laughs> it was kind of, it was basically like X-Men in Tokyo, as, as some of the, the people said in the post on Metanorin and in the comments. So I was like, it was okay, it kind of looked neat, and then I watched about 90 seconds of the second episode, and it was like, nope, nope, quit, delete, drop, nah, I, 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 I know what the series is now, I don't need it. Um, really? You didn't like the first 90 seconds of the second episode? Because yeah. I thought that had pretty good action. Well, it was good action, but I was listening to the music in that scene, I thought, boy, this is really different than the tone that I had heard in episode one, where it was much more dramatic. It was, you know, like an X-Men x-men movie and then they get to the scene where the white girl falls through the floor and she's naked and she doesn't know she's naked until the guy knows bleach and i was just like oh boy you know i mean i'm sure it's a good series and i'm sure people will like it but when i saw that i just thought no yeah i mean to me it got a little bit better i mean you're seeing the i guess the origins of this team where they come from you even see like the redhead i mean i can spoil but 
they want me to, but she in the beginning is kind of a thief, so she's using her powers for, for evil, obviously. And it just it's, it's showing you how I guess she's gonna build this team up eventually. But but yeah, I, I could see why people are turning that off because you know it's just not like you said the first ninety seconds of episode two is gonna yeah. Uh, and there's also Katamari Damacy. Yeah, that is... too. The <laughs> Magneto ball, ball of car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. All right, uh, better than we thought it'd be. Shows that. We weren't anticipating, but by the time uh, where we're at right now, we're like, hey, that's pretty cool. Uh, Kyokai, how about you? Uh, for me, uh, the three that I have listed are completely coming from the left feed. I did not plan to watch it. I did not. I, I was just like, okay, I'm going to watch one episode and then just going to drop it or whatever. But the first episode of Barakamon, when I saw it, I was just, I completely fell in love with the story. I mean... The lolly is so amazing. The kid lolly, of course. And, oh, I mean, the whole uh, story, it's, it's a healing anime in the end. And it's about a very disgruntled guy uh, who's a calligrapher. And he gets criticized by some old codgers in a sense that, you know, your, your stuff is bad. You know, your stuff is uh, average. You know, you're nothing. So it's, oh, God. <laughs> it's almost like... <laughs> um, you know, the whole fun of, you know, going from Metro City back to some, like, you know, backwaters, some weird type of village type of, a, uh, you know, town where everyone just comes into your apartment and, like, you know, they just make it, uh, you know, without any uh, space, personal space or whatever. So when Naru came in, it was just, just lovely. I mean, literally, she just brings so much energy to the whole story. Uh, that really just you know gets you in so for me it was really like I just loved it um, every character they played it so well so for a healing or like even a comic anime this was very good in terms of my second choice it's going to be Gekan Shoujo Nozaki-kun again something that I did not even wanted to see but then I saw and I was like oh my god what is this uh, it's a it's a typical shoujo story and I loved it because you know there's humor in it and Imagine a girl go goes and confesses to her whatever how many you know months of love and he signs an autograph for her. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, that's it the best is, part of that for me. I, I, I would say, I mean, anyone would be like, "Where is my life? Should I go die now? What is this?" <laughs> but then you know, it turns out that stupid, weird type of guy who is pretty manly in a way. Uh, is actually a mangaka of shujo a shujo manga. You're like what? So he's never had a date in real life or had yes. any romance in his life at all. No romance, <laughs> no romance in whatsoever. And he's so drawing funny. manga with you know all the blushing girls and like all the amazing uh, you know shojo manga moments. And it's it's almost funny that you know the narrator of the manga, the main hero of the manga, is actually Miyano Mamoru. <laughs> Mm -hmm. he's, so, the, he's the female character. <laughs> I was like, oh, he, he's 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 the main hero of the show, though, basically. Mm -hmm. So it's it's funny. So uh, Yuji Nakamura is is the seiyu behind the guy. So it really like it just came out of the blue, and I loved it again. Uh, it has a lot of moments. It's like you want to root for both of them, and uh, because you see that you know the girl is kind of serious, so. You know, she will keep on telling him until it gets into the stupid head that yes, this is a girl and she likes him. Uh, overall, it's uh, it's been really enjoyable to now. Another thing is Mobile Suit Gundam Sun. <laughs> it's a short 
anime. It's nothing. It's basically a parody of all the serious Gundam uh, characters, and it's funny as hell. It is so funny. I mean, imagine Char naked, Amuro naked, <laughs> doing pervy little shit. I don't even know. They're thinking about boobs. They're thinking about hormones. Uh, they're going after girls. Oh my god, it is so funny. I just die after every episode. It's funny. Everyone should watch it. Even if you have not watched any Gundam, you still should watch it. It's just funny. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I just say that I love the first episode of Gundam Son with Char. I'm gonna paint my Zaku <laughs> red. Lala was like, does it make it any better? Oh, it's red. But no, you can't make it gold. <laughs> yeah, that was the second choice. Yeah, make it gold. And he's like, no! <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, th these are my picks for amazing, uh, better than what I expected at least. Uh, how about you, Min? Uh, so I'm gonna go with Terror in Tokyo. And, um, well, I mean, I'm not gonna say I expected it to be bad or anything, but I, I think it exceeded my expectations with how it did the, um, just the whole terrorism scenes. The opening heist to steal the plutonium, the the um, when they were putting the bombs in the in that first episode, and uh, it's just got a it's got a good hook that makes me w wonder, you know, what are these two boys after? And uh, you know, it's uh, the story's still not clear yet, but we know that these boys have numbers, so maybe there's some other boys or you know other mm -hmm. people also uh, in this terrorist group. And uh, yeah, I just think it's it's got a good hook, and uh, I'm really interested to know what happens next. Yeah, and the animation is like movie quality to me. It's like, jeez, oh my god, in this series, it's really really yeah, nice. Yeah, it is right? pretty. In the OST, that's also really good. It's probably my favorite OST right now. Yeah, and weirdly, that OST is out now, and I'm yeah. putting it underneath our talking. Nice. Yes, yes. Yeah, you should definitely put. Yeah, you should definitely put. Lol, lol. I mean, it was one of my favorites um, tracks of the series because like it, it just sets the mood. So like, oh, it's it's pretty good. And uh, Min, as you said that you know, uh, is there a group? Uh, I think uh, there's just going to be another more another person added. But for now, I have a feeling that these two guys are. Um, Working as a pair, and uh, I think one of the motives for them doing whatever they're doing is kind of for revenge in a sense that, uh, you know, they whatever facility they belong to. So remember there was a scene where he said, you know, the other people died because they were weak and we mm -hmm. were weak because we could not save them. Mm -hmm. So basically, they think that whoever was with them in the facility, all, almost all of them are dead. But well, opening our opening themes are very spoilerish, so we can at least see there's another girl. <laughs> yeah, so, and in episode two, they're talking about the cops are talking about something from the past coming back to haunt them. So it's like definitely yep. something they don't they don't want no one knowing about what happened in, in yes. the past. Yeah, so, that yep. that detective yeah. who's always playing games mm -hmm. on his in that Show back room. Yeah. He's. I expect him to be like a major thing soon, and that should right. be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. He's gonna get into the case by episode three because just <laughs> imagine how quickly he picked up everything and you know gave so many hints in episode two. Mm -hmm. And assuming he was the only one that paid attention to their riddle in the proper <laughs> order that yeah. they said it in. Yes. The cops. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, that was. I, I'll talk about this later, but that was pretty stupid. 
<laughs> I mean, because I'm not a cop, and I'm seeing the video, and I'm like, oh, that's not the exact uh, question that I'm used to. The order right. switched. I wonder what the answer is. You know, that's what I thought immediately, yet these cops couldn't figure it out. Anyway. They're yeah. stupid. That, They're yeah. stupid. That's the other thing. They, there's not really any casualties yet, so it's like these two... They're not really killing anyone yet, so it's like, I mean, they're still threatening, obviously, the terrorists, but they haven't Getting really done any big damage yet. It is kind of fantasy in that sense that we only had 27 <laughs> minor injuries in a huge <laughs> right, building yeah, that yeah. it looks like 9-11 down there. It yeah, like yeah, seriously. It does. It's true. Uh, for me, Sabagebu was better than I thought it'd be. I kind of had some hopes coming into the season. I wasn't... I, I watched Dupote, and it was fun but then the end it got really serious and got kind of messed up in my opinion and then i never really got on board with c3 boo the way a lot of others did but i'd seen the character designs thought okay this might be fun there's a girl cosplaying as jill valentine in the episode for no reason and and then we see in episode two that that character does a lot more cosplaying but it was just really fun for me because I liked the characters. I liked the the narrator coming in, kind of saying like, you know, things about like, oh, you know, this is gonna be an edgy anime now because <laughs> Momoka's being picked on in school, or um, saying that this is all just a figment of their imagination, even though it's going like really hardcore action and uh, you know, there's, there's some funny sh stuff like Momoka shooting Maya in the boobs and the nipples because he hates boobs and <laughs> but it's just it, it, it was really funny and i'm uh, surprised at how much i like it yeah i like that it's, it's funny how they do they they're, you know, they're going for something serious but the narrator's like this is not that type of show and he just kicks it to the side mm -hmm. uh, i like when they do that it's like you know it's like they're, they're purposely telling us just don't take this show serious like there's a self-awareness like that. that he brings to it yeah that's true uh, it's interesting how this show, the premise is almost identical to C3 Boo and the yeah, girl going into, uh, transferring into an all-girls school and then getting kind of coerced or sucked into <laughs> the uh, airsoft club. But it could not be like more different in tone and style. And yeah, as you said, the narrator pointing out that all the action scenes from now are just going to be their imaginations. C3 Boo had some issues with that where it wasn't consistent. It, sometimes it went into imagination mode where it looks like they're in, like fighting in a war or something or a hostage situation. But other times they went for super realistic tactics and other times they kind of went fantastical with mm -hmm. girls doing flips and all like crazy acrobatic moves which don't make sense. <laughs> but this one, it looks like they're just gonna stick with, okay, we're going for imagination mode make things look badass, awesome, <laughs> action movie, and, you know, that's it. And I think that's uh, that's a good idea, just sticking to that style, especially for this show, which seems to... it's it, it really is almost pure slapstick right now, that it's very wild, anything can happen in terms of uh, just the characters, uh, you know, pulling out weird moves, weird things, like the girl who's... Uh, cosplaying she's uh changing before the eyes of the main <laughs> character without her noticing yeah. things like that yeah um but yeah it's uh, it's got a completely different tone very funny very uh slapstick i like it and i like that momoka the main character is kind of a jerk <laughs> yes, yeah. like you know she she was kind of seeing that one girl feeling bad because she was all jelly about uh, the main uh club the club leader sort of taking her away and she's like oh 
protect my hand, and then punches her in the face and smacks <laughs> her around with yeah, the, the The preemptive punch in the face. It's like, she didn't even do anything or indicate that she's gonna uh, take revenge. She's like, oh, she wants revenge. Bam. <laughs> but I get her first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fosh, better than you thought. Uh, kind of a cop-out for me since I read the manga, but I went with the comic I kill. And I was kind of kind of expecting them to like skip a lot of chapters and jump straight to the from the main plot of the series, but it's pretty good so far. And I think they're doing a good job. The action scenes are nice, and there was a little bit. Of, I don't think it's been censored yet, as far as I remember. But yeah, like over the top action, a lot of blood, a lot of, a lot of killing, and the main character. He's a likable character at the beginning. He's he has some combat experience, so he's not a total uh, noob to all this, but. Yeah, so I guess some of the deaths later on are going to be kind of gruesome later, but it's got a little bit of a full Metal Alchemist feel to it to me. Mm -hmm. if I, you, know, you got the same kind of typical thing, like the local government, all oh, they're corrupt. Yeah, so now the assassins are technically the good guys, from their point of, point of view. So it's kind of got one of those kind of type of themes going on. I heard there was... I need to... yeah. I'm Let me just ask this real quick. I've hey. heard there was something in episode two that they skipped past. Uh, I thought that was probably, I think, more training with the main guy, I think. Okay, so they kind of just went through that. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine with me. Uh, Kyoka? Yeah, uh, I think the good thing that I liked about it is that, you know, the uh, main character is not very main character. I mean, yes, he has a mouth on him and, you know, uh, you know, you do like him in a way because he's kind of perky, but I think... Um, He's not a stupid douchebag and like, you know, he was not a whiner. That's that's one thing that I really loved because, you know, I'm tired of uh, main characters who are like, me, my friends died, me. <laughs> and, you know, like they'll be whining for two uh, episodes or three episodes. Uh, but this guy, I mean, like, you know, he makes up quick, um, you know, uh, what can you say, decisions. Even if that was a stupid thing to do when in the first episode he just gave all his money away to the boob girl and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Like what? Um, I mean, come on, man. If I know you're new in town, but why? Why are you giving your entire money to somebody? So that was fun. But you know, the whole entire cast is very cool, and mm -hmm. I have this log horizon feeling out of it. You know, so yeah, I really yeah. loved it. Yeah, I mean, like it has good, interesting characters. It's not just you know limited to three to four people. Uh, there's assassin, and they're kind of badass, and you know, you kind of expect that you know good things are gonna come from whatever badassery they're gonna go for. The last thing I'll add is like yeah, like you said, the assassins are pretty cool. The other thing I'll mention is that when they kill characters off, they actually, you know, stay dead. That's one thing I kind of praise the manga for. Yes. I'm, and, I'm, I'm borrowing something that Amro from Animation has said. Uh -huh. He called it, don't get attached to anyone the anime. Right, this there pretty are much a lot is, of yeah. Deaths. And the last thing I'll say, I'm glad the main guy is not voiced by Yuki Kaji. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to worry uh, about him losing an arm. No. Yes. yes. This is, it's nice to have a different main character for once. I think mm -hmm. I said he's not a, a wimp and he's not going to back down. He's pretty much determined to do you know, yeah. what he has to do. Yeah. I liked him too. And just in his first job of assassination, like he looked cool doing it. There wasn't like, yeah. it wasn't like dumb luck that his sword stabbed the guy yes. and killed him. But yes. Right. He, he wasn't like, oh, I don't want to do this. I'm scared. You know, yeah. he's like, well, I'm going yeah. full, full it. And he just goes right, right over the kill. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we get to our favorites of the season. Min? So uh, I'll just say uh, 
my favorite sabagebu. Um, I already talked about it, and uh, I'll yeah, I'll just say it's very very funny. Good, <laughs> good slapstick that I, I mean, I don't know anime. There's there's enough slapstick shows, but I don't think they often just go like all out crazy enough. And I think Sabagebu does it right. Like the second episode with um, the Nato bit, where she's just completely giving this girl, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder by in enveloping her in Nato, and uh, it's just really cruel, dark humor in that. And of course, the imagination scenes also kind of play into that, where they are killing each other in those scenes or shooting them in the nipples, things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, th- I also want to add that it just feels very retro at times. The first episode had me feeling like I was watching a show from the 80s or 90s with its uh, art style and just really lightning quick pace of just really silly humor that I think works. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm having fun blogging it so far. And like some of the characters, like you're wrong, she gets punched in the face. She's like, oh my god, this is what I've been looking for, and then she's not just told him now, <laughs> and she just wants to be yeah. punched by the main girl. Yeah, it's just funny, and the, the cosplay girl, and she doesn't say much, but she kind of, her actions are, I guess, what we want. We want to see, like they did in episode two, that whole like matrix scene where she's doing a jump, flip, sideways. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they're all teamed up, and then, uh, the main girl just like shoots in the head. I'm like, dang, you know, she's she's ruthless. That's pretty good thing. Uh, for my favorite so far, it is All Noah Zero, which we've been doing on the mini talks. I'm just a, a big fan of, you know, w- when I see Butcher's name attached to it, I'm interested right away. Although we already know the story of that, he's just starting the story. But I'm a big fan of the Mecca. I'm a big fan of all the the war that's going on, and and I, I like the timeline that's been set up for the series and, and the whole alternate reality of. You know, colonizing Mars and then going to war with Martians and, and all that stuff. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't want to say too much because, I mean, I talk about it each week. But yeah. <laughs> the only thing I'll say is don't go Martians. I'm rooting for them. Yeah. Go ahead and take out Earth. It's pretty cool. I mean, I want to go to space. I'll, I'll join the Martian team. So. I mean, oh they, have cool, they, have, they have cool robots. I mean, it's like you're rooting for the Yankees or Manchester United. Yeah. It's like. Might as well. <laughs> go Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys are cool. You guys are cool. I mean, Holy shit! <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's. I think that first mm. episode definitely uh, had an impact, so to speak. That especially that end, <laughs> ending with the. Uh, it's basically a nuke, but well, a meteor, which is yeah, probably more powerful than a nuke. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably it was just all those nuts. things. It's gonna be Yeah, yeah and, the, and that tech is pretty awesome. The mech which causes things to just disappear. I'd like <laughs> yeah. to see what what's up with that. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, kind of rooting for humans to get it because like, you know, for even how however much I like all the Martians, goddamn dickheads, I really do <laughs> want the humanity to survive. So it's kind of it's a kind of fun uh, even for uh, just two episodes now. Um, uh, there are a lot of characters, but I I like the variety. There's lots of potential. So I hope that, you know, the potential that we see uh, goes throughout the story rather than like, you know, it's uh, getting stuck in the middle. So I'm really looking forward for a good execution. Fosh? Yeah, for mine with uh, 
I wasn't gonna go with Alno Zero, but I went with Hanamata, which is about a story about, I guess, a girl who really has no skill and she thinks she's not good at anything. And she runs into this other girl, Naru, or it's the other way around, Hana, that she thinks is a fairy and she just wants to go to a different world. But this this blonde girl kind of introduces her to a world, of, I guess, of like dancing and stuff and kind of gives her something like motivation to try something. When, you know, in the past, she doesn't want to do anything because she's failed and kind of feels that this is going to be a waste of time. So it's kind of almost a little bit of sports, I would say, where you have a girl who's a character who's never done this before and she's, you know, doing something new. So I think that was kind of interesting for me. And I think the opening, I think I watched, can watch mm -hmm. it over and over again. They're very Got nice. Uh, yeah, dancing scene in the beginning. What's the studio for? Uh, I think Madhouse. Yeah. Madhouse, yeah. Uh, yeah, so because it's, oh, it's I kept like, on... Uh, go ahead. Lots of... Yeah, I think I heard a lot of, like, the leaves and, you know, the colorful animation. It's almost like kind of a uh, Chiara Furu in a sense, um, in terms of animation. I haven't watched the episode yet, but uh, what do you think? Uh, I think you might like it. I mean, it's really it's kind of like a, again, like I said, like a sports thing where you have someone who's never done this before, so she's experiencing all this new stuff and she's going to train and learn how to dance and, you know, eventually build friendships with all these girls that will eventually join the club. So it's kind of like, I don't know, kind of a story of like an inspirational thing where she's trying her best to do something new. So that's why I like it. Mm. And yeah, like the colors, it's almost a little bit like No Game, No Life. Yeah. Which is also Madhouse. So, I mean, mm -hmm. it's very similar, very similar in art, like color wise, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to give it a go then. Mm. Alright, uh, Kyokai, how about your favorites? Oh god, you know, I, I feel like I'm the only person who has like, you know, more <laughs> time yeah. on the list. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm actually watching more than 25 titles this uh, uh, season. I'm sorry, I have too much. Even though I don't have a lot of time, I am still watching. I don't know why. For me, summer has kind of been happening for me. So anyways, of course, first, um, the first name is not a surprise at, uh, at all. It's uh, Thank You on a Terror. Uh, this is the title I will be blogging this summer. And it's it's amazing, as most of you have already commented on it. Um, uh, it's very it has lots of potential, and just like you know, finding out uh, what these kids, uh, why are these kids doing this, um, has to be a very good puzzle. So that's one thing. Um, second has to be Tokyo Ghoul. For me, uh, I mean, I'm a huge fan of horror, and when I see a good horror, I just uh, like you know, I'm just like, ecstatic. So, in a way, first two episodes, I mean, I have read some of the manga of Tokyo uh, Ghoul, so I know that, you know, they're kind of a cramming the story for the anime because I'm pretty sure this is going to be one core. But mm -hmm. for me, it's been the fast pace is something that has really even more attracted me to the anime because, like, you know, I don't have to wait around episodes to see him, what's going to happen to, you know, our main guy who. Uh, was a normal human and then gets transformed into a half ghoul because of a weird type of accident. So it's funny because see, um, he's now part of both the community, the human community and the ghoul community. But the catch of the whole thing is that ghouls are actually eating humans. So in the end, a human has to eat another human. And you know, the whole grayness of the thing, the concept that how is he going to survive? Because in the end, yes, he's still half human, but his food has to be what the ghouls take, which is human uh, blood and human uh, meat. So it's, it's just fun. I mean, in, in a sense that there's a lot of um, 
scary characters who have uh, a dark streak and even people like you know the bartender who is like a very nice barman who like kind of helps him but he's a ghoul too and it's just interesting that like within within the um, normal world they exist and a lot of people just don't even know they're there so of course it's a fictional story and it's not real but i mean i have a feeling that it's going to be very interesting and for now the characters are really good they are like kind of on on the spot for um, all the good and bad that's happening so the pacing is good and uh, I think like anyone I mean if you don't like blood and gore stay out of it but yeah. if you like a good story <laughs> there's a lot of blood and gore lots of blood <laughs> like first episode was like uh, spray 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 darkness <laughs> came in for a while but lots of spraying lots of killing even in the second one um, when our main character goes into the ghoul transformation uh, to save his friend so okay. good thing is that yes the, the friend is very good like see the best thing about uh, about this uh, series is what that the characters are kind of real even if you know you have uh, ghouls going on the friend character is your really happy-go-lucky friend who you know cares for you who's mm. after your back <laughs> in a way so uh, overall it's been pretty good I want to watch Tokyo Ghoul, but I want to wait until the uncensored Blu-rays come out because there is a lot of, you know, whereas yeah. Alchemy Got Killed doesn't have the censoring, this does have a lot of censoring. And I think in a show like Tokyo Ghoul, what they're doing with eating humans and whatever dismemberments of body yes. parts there are, I, I think yeah. there's relevance to the the weight that it has on the story and if i can't see it in the tv airing then i'd rather wait for the for the uh the blu-rays i, I think it's a good show but i'm just waiting yeah I'm yeah, waiting. yeah that's okay that, that's okay i mean uh if you wanna uh enjoy it later i'm pretty sure it's gonna look amazing on blu-ray because um the character designs are pretty good and whatever i have seen uncensored uh, or whatever, it's very detailed. So a person who doesn't like, uh, you can say horror or whatever, they'll be like, oh man, it's too realistic or something. Guts mm. coming out and you know, whatever. <laughs> um, dismemberment and um, lots of blood spray, but it's, it's good. So uh, marathoning is good later on, but a person like me who cannot wait for such amazing stories, I am definitely watching. <laughs> All right, and let's get to our fifth and final subject, which is our wild card, where we can talk about whatever we want from this new season. Uh, we'll limit ourselves each to just maybe a couple points. I think some of us have more than that. But uh, my first one would be about Majimoji Rurumo, which I watched, and I just thought, like, this anime should have aired 10 years ago or something when it was relevant then. It just seemed like a very dated anime in the style and in the humor. I didn't really enjoy it, and uh, it, it would have been garbage if not for Rare Wars being, uh, in my opinion, legitimate garbage. Uh, I, and then Glass Slip is PA works at its PA worksiest because <laughs> it's just they're getting to be that kind of studio where I just lose interest right away at the fact that oh look they're on a show because they become so much the same kind of story that we've seen ever since Hanasaku Iriha. Um in some cases there's like another which was an awkward series at best from what I know 
and Red Data Girl, which was also awkward yeah. and then just wasn't really that well told of a story. And then, you know, you have Nagino Oscar. They're becoming formula anime where if you like that romance and drama and that stuff, like uh, like I, I assume Highway and maybe some others on Mendenor do, then maybe it's for you. But for, for me, like PA works, even in spite of some of their nice, clean background styles. Uh, I don't. I, I'm just not a fan of Glasslip. Yeah, I think Tari Tari was sort of their best. It was like their peak in terms of. Uh that kind of story it didn't really it wasn't really a like a shipping show it had mm, a little true. bit of a little bit of um like romantic drama but not really and i thought it was just like really heartfelt good high school show but then in those yeah powers either <laughs> <laughs> right and then uh yeah nagino Asukara was um i dropped that but it, it was a very um yeah i think it it looks like they're doing that show again here with Glasslip. Yeah, they are. I mean, with Asakura, you're not missing much. Uh, Fosh? Uh, the only thing I would say is I'm kind of confused on why. You know, I mean, we saw like last season we had Sedonia. So, we, I mean, I'm confused on why studios decided to go 3D route on character designs versus like, you know, 2D artwork that we've seen in usual anime. Like, uh, you know, the Nobunaga Concerto series. It's like what if you know they they decided to do 3D character design instead of 2D. I'm just I'm mm. just wondering are they are they trying they think they're saving money or they they want to be unique, different, or cause a you know a stir in you know the seasonal anime stuff. Who makes Nobunaga? And is this uh, are there other shows that you have this issue? It's with some this new. It's some new. Uh, I think it's some new production. Uh, if I remember. Yeah, I think it's new. That. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. the old one. Yeah. Well, PA Works has for a while done background characters with CG, so I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure Glasslip had some CG background characters. And I remember seeing uh, CG background characters also in Tokyo, uh, Terror in Tokyo. Yeah. So yeah. I, I do think it's uh, probably a cost-saving measure because when mm -hmm. you see big pans over a lot of characters in anime, it, it, they generally tend to be stills because right. it's annoying to animate them like all those people individually but mm -hmm. it's probably uh simpler to do so in cg once you just you know program it in uh, a certain uh, type of uh animations in and you can get it from all different angles you want so right uh and yeah as you s suggested i'd also think you know for the pure cg shows like sidonia they're probably trying to kind of do something a little different as well kind of strike out there and try something new and I mean I guess it's not all that new but it's the technology is still immature it's developing with I don't think we still have a like a truly good-looking C pure CG show um, and but I think there's great potential there with uh, what we've seen in shows like uh, Black Rock Shooter and uh, uh, yeah of Sidonia yeah and I got arpeggio for me was like that it's just, I that think they're, they're fine when, like, characters are sitting still, but when they're moving around, they kind of look a little awkward. It's a little different. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, I can see a lot of studios doing this to, for it to be different. And, yeah, like you said, it's just not up there right now for, like, full CGI. We're, we're getting I there. Guess... I mean, it's no Advent Children, but we're getting there. 
<laughs> okay, tell, tell me one thing that Sidonia uh, was completely pretty much full CGI. There was right, it was yeah, um, yeah. There was nothing um, that was not CGI. I think in terms of Sidonia, I can say that you know that story was so high tech that right, yeah. I don't think they didn't they did had any uh, what can you say option besides CGI to go mm -hmm. for it. But yes, something like Nobunaga Concerto, sorry, I, I don't see any reason for it being a CGI. Yeah, CGI-ed. exactly. That so is, that's what that's, I'm exactly. For that, you're completely right on saying that it's a budget issue because, uh, yes, um, a CGI is, I mean, this kind of CGI that's used in Concerto, it's pretty easier uh, rather than uh, all of this. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Min, we'll go to you. Okay, um, so, well, we didn't mention uh, one of my favorite shows this season, uh, which is Fate Collideliner Prismailia, and uh, yeah, it's it was a surprise for me in the first season in just how good it became in terms of the action, and it's right back on track this season. The first episode was kind of bad, I'd say. It was just like elementary school girls going to elementary school until the end when they did some magic, but it wasn't all that interesting. But the second episode with the introduction of uh, Archer Ilya, or um, I've heard people call her Black Ilya, um, voiced by Chua Saito, who I didn't see that coming. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just got great action. And also, like, it turned the fan service up, like, <laughs> two, three notches from what was already a very high level in the first season. And uh, yeah, that's great. As I said before, like I like fan service shows, and this is like hitting all the right spots. Yeah, so that that kiss episode too is like wow, like ah. it's very um, it caught me off guard. I'm like, okay, this is a uh, human writing for the kiss, and not 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 one, not two, not three, but like four. I'm like, geez, this girl's really uh, really thirsty. I would say. <laughs> yeah, and like Lolly kissed with a lot of passion. I was completely <laughs> caught off guard. I was like, oh my god, there's too much tongue going on. What? <laughs> I, have, I, saw your, I saw your comment. Oh, yeah, most disappointing yes. thing about that is it didn't make a lot of sense. Like, they're fighting and then all of a sudden uh -huh. she does that. I would, like, that would be a lot better if there was some sort of reason for right. yes. that happening. Yes. I, I figured it was like, like the Black Atlia was trying to steal some mana from her or something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this work in the fate the fate stay night. At least work yeah. in that that little bit of that storyline. But yeah, like you said, her voice actress, I mean I, I didn't see her at all that role. And yeah. at the end of episode two they kinda of embarrass her and she's kinda of screaming and kinda of getting upset. So I'm interested <laughs> in seeing how she becomes like closer to the Ilya and they become friends, but it's like ah we'll see. Yeah. And um, also, I uh, on a different topic. I uh, there's some shows that I think are r r generally good, but I have some issues with because of how the world building I feel like kind of takes me out of it. So I'm gonna point out uh, Alt Noah Zero, which it starts off telling us about how uh, Apollo 17, I think, discovered uh, something on the moon which allowed them to colonize Mars. Now. And it takes place in 2014 now, whereas Apollo 17, I believe, was 1972 or somewhere around there. So it's been about 40 years, and I feel like the developments they're showing is far beyond what we'd expect in 40 years. Uh, you know, even ignoring the whole Mecca issue in 2014, 
we've got this society of royal like uh, people in Mars who have colonized and they've already considered themselves you know superior to those uh, you know regular human immigrants now the alien technology sort of can help explain that but I feel like you know this is something the show should get ahead of instead of making me question okay when are they gonna explain it they sh it should sort of give me a, at least a hint early on uh, more than what what it has um, so I was I'm a little disappointed in that then again it's Urobuchi so mm. I should have known that the world building wasn't gonna be great but ha have eh. you ever seen Elysium the movie Elysium, Elysium. Matt Damon uh, yeah yeah I did actually kind of reminded me made me think about that a little bit although they lived on the moon uh they had a yeah some sort of flying satellite oh yeah that's uh, right. thing oh yeah, yeah that's because that's it, what it was called right, Elysium. right uh -huh. and uh and actually you know elysium was probably in a large part influenced by uh uh what is that the girl aika no hmm. there was a sci-fi anime a while ago about a very similar premise um with a flying city on the uh not on the moon but like flying above everyone mm -hmm. and it, it's where all the rich people lived so i mean that has a a, a long history i guess in terms mm -hmm. of that trope yeah but uh although they don't really talk about that in all knows here that kind of made me think of that like the people that colonized that lived on mars were probably super rich and such and um which yeah again i also don't see that being like okay people who went to mars or go to mars are you i would expect to be you know scientists and mm -hmm. like it they built up an entire basically an entire civilization within a generation and yeah uh if you're gonna do something that crazy don't make me wait for the explanation just give me at least something to hold on to um I don't know if you've seen the comment section on the post, but people have been posting the timelines of like different events that have happened between the late 60s and now, mm -hmm. where maybe that might help. But but I but I would say that we shouldn't have to see that on a website. We should be able to see something <laughs> like that in the show. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, I also had uh, different shows, sort of online too, which. Uh, you know, people have mixed feelings on that show. I generally tend to like it more than I dislike it, even though I dislike a lot of it. Um, the, I thought the second episode had some great action, but also was hampered by just really, really dumb tactics by the characters that didn't make a whole lot of sense. So, you know, if you're going to set up this first-person shooter gun gale online uh, with this awesome, exciting action scene, you know, really go all the way and make it something believable rather than something that makes me take a step back and think oh this is just an anime depiction of what these people who may never have played a first person shooter think a first person shooter looks like and yeah that just you know takes me out of it people uh rushing a minigun because <laughs> yeah, that's apparently yeah. the best tactic um people don't die if they're killed in this game but you got this character who's like fearful that oh no I'm gonna have to quit because I don't want to die it's like dying is a part of a regular first-person shooter that that's just what happens mm -hmm. um, and yeah the sniper deciding okay I missed that shot so my specialty yeah. sniping 
but I'm going to go up real close to that minigun and you know, that's how I'm going to get him instead of using my strengths, things like yeah, that. Yeah, well, in my eyes roll was when she jumped out of that tower. I mean, she loses <laughs> a leg and she's yeah, falling with a sniper rifle fall. and hits, yeah, hits she's with a headshot. I'm like, that, you would never be doing that in a first-person well, shooter. Well, I mean, I mean she did, could, but... you could in a first-person shooter. The thing right. is, he probably wouldn't miss her if no, she's in free fall. No. And he's shooting, you know, a minigun, which that thing sprays bullets very fast. Uh-huh. Uh, and the third show I want to point out, uh, which I've already talked about before, Terror in Tokyo, the cops, just pure incompetence. Uh, they, I also really just like them mentioning, oh, they they uploaded using Tor, so we can't track it. The fact <laughs> is, yeah, that's you, you can track that was the uh, best. Tor. You, yeah, you can use uh, various techniques to indirectly track people in Tor. And you think if they took down an entire building that the Japan won't have its intelligence agencies going after them like crazy using these techniques? I'm sure it's not they're not as sophisticated as the NSA, but I'm also sure they must be a lot more sophisticated than what we saw here. So, yeah, yeah. for me, I'll take that as like a, you know how military shows. The military tries to fight the alien monster, but they always lose. So mm. I'll take it like that. The cops in most cop shows aren't very bright. Usually they're kind of dumb. You have yeah, to have the main character to figure out. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, I'm not a detective anymore, but I'm the smartest guy in the freaking, freaking universe. Yeah. Like, well, I'm good gonna for you. I'm going to solve all the puzzles. <laughs> exactly. That's what he's doing every day, every every day while sitting or lying on that sofa. Yeah, he, well, he, about then his he, he belongs in like the five brain universe then, because he's so good at puzzles. <laughs> I mean, he's a giver, he's a giver. Yeah, sign him up, jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Kyokai? Alright, so yes, uh, so I have some, like for me uh, summer has been very surprising overall, like usually you know, uh, the big uh, what can you say, the seasons are either spring and fall, you know, these are the two big seasons where things go crazy, but for me, rather than spring, because I've watched like around just 14 shows really um, in uh, previous season, but now I'm watching 20 plus and I just don't know what to do but overall I think this is a heaven for the Fujoshis or you can say fangirls because we have free, we have love stage, we have Shonen Hollywood well you know what there's a nod for Shonen Hollywood it's not your typical um, what can you say um, idol show it's pretty slice of life I mean I was surprised uh, how slice of life it is. They talk about shoes, they talk about some weird idol uh, concept, but holy crap, it's it's not that bad. And yeah, that, uh, well, that show um, for like uh, an idol show is more based in realism than most idol exactly. shows. Exactly. I mean, there is no, I'll tell you, there is no Kira Kira, there is no, oh my god, Bishi sparkles, and you know, I am so awesome that you know, you need to worship me. No, there's nothing like that. I mean, these are literal average Joes who are, um, oh God, training their butts off for, um, you know, becoming idols. And they've been just like, you know, scooped up uh, pretty much randomly by the owner who is pretty mysterious in a way. But overall, really, I mean, uh, this. I mean, actually, I like this more than Bakumutsu Rock, which was just random <laughs> without an explanation. Uh, plus, of course, we have Kuroshitsuji back. It's almost like nostalgia, but again, with new characters adding in, lots of bishis again. And of course, Sengoku Basara. So, I mean, I was very surprised that for girls, you have a lot of, um, you can say, from yaoi to simple romance or just, you know, lots of fan service through free and Sengoku Basara for bishis. 
So it's it's the season everyone should be watching. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially Basra, it's like I'll, I'll try. I'm watching the new season. I'm dropping it after episode two because it's not very interesting. I'm like, why do people like this series? Why do people like Basra? I mean, I like you know Date. He's cool, but it just mm. I don't know. It's, it's boring after a while for me. I'm like, oh, too many characters. Yeah, too many characters. I think one thing that which really uh, I was kind of worried about was that, you know, in the first and second season, you don't have this many characters. And even right, when you do yeah. have characters, it's more like, you know, it's arc basis. So you're going to uh, go against like Oyakata-sama. So it's going to be like three episodes, then another oh, boss, yeah. then another boss, stuff like that. But in the first episode, I mean, for, for a new watcher of the Judge N, you would be completely confused, really. Like, what yeah. the hell is happening? Why people are dying? Hambe is done. Uh, Matsunari is going crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, Iesu is turning whatever. What the hell is happening, you know? And of course, when you see the opening and ending, you see, holy crap, there's so many characters. And even there are new character additions. Uh, if I remember from uh, whatever Obukul told me, because she has played the actual game and I haven't. So, yeah. I think it's going to be, uh, what can you say, a lot of... Um, uh, Fans will watch it. For new watchers, this is this is not going to be it, really, because you'll be confused with who's coming, what, who's gonna take over Japan, and you know stuff yeah. like that. The last thing and I mentioned is Love Stage. I'm actually giving that a watch yes. this season. I'm actually watching it. You're I haven't awesome seen episode two yet, but I'm, I'm gonna give it, a, <laughs> give it a shot. I mean, it's more you, comical you are... than anything. Yes, I mean, you know what? Uh, for me, because uh, in a way, I do I do read yaoi and I read serious yaoi and romance yaoi. Okay. For me, when I read the manga, I was on the floor, literally, because, you know, our main <laughs> character, Go, yeah, was actually, bad. he's, yes, he's bad, but you know what? He parodies all the usual Yaoi tropes, all yeah. of them, okay? Me, so me, I mean, I'll have to, like, his manga thing, like, oh, he's this great artist, like, no, he's not, no you're, not, you're not a good artist. <laughs> you suck at this. <laughs> oh, you're horrible. You don't know shit to draw. You suck, man. You suck yeah, so bad. Yeah. But you know the whole thing that, uh, you know, he realizes there will be, I don't know, it's in, second, in second episode or third, he's going to say, oh my god, I'm turning into a yaoi uke. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. It was like he's realizing that he's becoming the uke <laughs> himself, all by himself. He doesn't have to, you know, it's almost like breaking the third wall, but it's, it's pretty funny. So I think uh, rather than the, like, you know, watching it as a yaoi, you should write it, you should uh, watch it just for fun because mm. it's breaking all the yaoi tropes if you see that you'll see everything <laughs> whatever there is to see so there's a pair there's a, a sadness there's a mattresses there's a, lots of pervy stuff going on right. i mean it's 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 pretty funny uh for me I, I, i'm gonna enjoy this um a lot uh, i'm just gonna keep it short so uh in terms of just uh good bishi season we also have a nice mix of outcasts so uh, i think previously we had previous Season, we had lots of sports anime and this time we have a good mixture of you can say horror, psychological, supernatural, even something like Space Dandy which does not you know fix into any of the tropes because it's all of them yeah. really. On a so, level yeah. <laughs> exactly I mean everything I mean you have a space, uh, space you have mecha, you have comedy, you have romance, you have uh, weird psychological and even some science fiction shit going on in terms of you know all the continued continued um, plot lines and even universes. So uh, it's it's pretty awesome. And uh, Space Randy, then we have Tokyo Ghoul, we have ESP, we have Zankyo Terror. So we have a good mix of um, anime uh, people. 
for me, suggestion to anime watchers is that don't stick to your own genre only. So, for example, if I like horror, but I should watch some romance or I should watch some other stuff just to, you know, have a variety. So this season, if you have less shows to watch, you should definitely, you know, go out of your comfort zone like Fosh is doing with Love Stage. <laughs> that watch something new, you know, maybe it, you don't have to like Yaoi to watch uh, Love Stage, just for fun, watch something different. Yeah, I'm going to show it in Hollywood to try it. I kind of passed that one up. So I might give yeah, that one a shot too. Yeah. I'll, I'll check the Hanayamata for sure. Right, yeah, yeah. I, I would do that with Gekkon Shoujo because I don't like Four Coma, but I watched it in. It's whereas, good. Whereas everybody else was laughing, I was just kind of like, you know, just, I, I can't show a stone face on audio, but just. Right. <laughs> I can imagine. I, I just, I just, I just can't. But, uh, but Love Jero? Stage is pretty decent. Jero, are you the main character of this? <laughs> I guess so. I guess okay. I'm the, the golem or might be. whatever. <laughs> Oh my god, you're Yuichi Nakamura! <laughs> for for Gekkan, I don't know, I just, I just find, find something to laugh about every week. Just like with Sabi Gabu, there's always something that stands out. It's like a hilarious moment of the week. Mm -hmm. yeah. for, like episode 2, just the fact that he modeled his main character in his manga, like female, off of the redhead. It was just, I was just dying. I'm like, wow, I can see why. <laughs> and then they had that girl at the end, like the, she's a, the real like the tomboy character. that. You know, isn't afraid to get little rough people. He was like, "You should model it after her," and he's like, "No, no." <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah. And that has been our discussion. And listener, thank you for listening to our discussion on the summer fourteen season so far here at uh, episode forty-four of the Metaverse Podcast. Should let you know that there's more podcasting that we do each week with mini talks on All Noah Zero and Captain Earth. And are, is there anything else you guys want to mention? The shows you're blogging, shoutouts, uh, anything? I'm just blogging Sabi Gabu, Captain Earth, Alno Zero with you, and uh, yeah, I think that's. I forget what else I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what, what else I'm even blogging. Sword, yeah. sword Art Online. Oh, yeah, Sword, sword Farts stuff. Online. You know, yeah. Sword Crap Online, whatever yeah. you want to call it. You know, <laughs> pretty good. Sorry, Highway. Yeah, if... You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should like, love it. Whatever. Yep. Uh, for for me, I guess um yeah I'm gonna um uh, review Zankyo no Terror uh, this summer uh, and I'm going to alternate on free and of course I'm doing the Aldo Zero mini tags with you guys so it's going to be fun uh, fun stuff and for me it's going to be a bit busy um uh, in terms of all the coverage so I'm really looking forward to the comments and lots of community stuff coming in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot I'm doing the, the meme picks for free every week. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. Shark, shark Chan. Shark Chan. Oh, yeah. Shark, <laughs> shark Chan, Shark Moon, yeah. whatever. You keep on changing their gender, man. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but it's okay. I, I forget. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe, maybe some of the sharks are little yaoi sharks. You never know. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> has no, a, no, uh... no, 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 no. <laughs> Has a shark blushed yet in the series? Oh, not yet. I'll, I'll, I can arrange that. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> go for that. Go for that. And like, you know, uh, I have actually, uh, there's a whole pair going on with Shark Hoon and Shark Chan, so it's okay. It works. Okay, that's good. Good. <laughs> Sounds like the pairing <laughs> of the season. Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so stay tuned to all that and all of our other writers at uh, MetaNorm. We'll be back in a couple weeks with another episode of Metaverse, but until then... For Kyokai, for Fosh, and Men, I'm Jero. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. 
on the podcast. Bye. Bye.